small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle, joining us today, it's another chapter in what I like to call the listener series. I think this might be chapter five. I'm not sure. Four or five. Four or five. Let me, let's count it up now. We had, uh, we had John, we had Amy, we had Steve-O, we had Josh. I think this is five. Yeah, I think you're right, five. And the person filling that slot today is Mr. Mike Beats. Hello, everyone. Your, your, your name is even musical. It is. Beats. B-I-E-T-Z. That's right. Beats. Yeah. And you're on Twitter at Beats. That, that's right. I think I tweet you a lot. No, no, not a lot. I don't bother you too much. <laughs> no one really bothers me on that's Twitter. Good. I, I got to be honest. People, people message me and people text me and people uh, tweet at me and it doesn't, but none of it bothers me. You're a gracious host. But you hate yeah. that email. Oh, don't email me. <laughs> I'm the same way. No, no, people email me too at rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. The only person that, that does it that it bothers me is Murray. And he also has my phone number. And I don't know how to shake this guy loose. He's got to go off the grid. Uh, Mike, let's talk about you a little bit. Um, you picked the topic today. I did. And I, it's, uh, it, it's Minnesota. Yeah, where I'm from. Yeah, and I'm calling it the show The Music of Minnesota. Is that okay with you? Yes, that's a great that's a great name. We're not going to just focus on Minneapolis, right? I could also call it Minnesota Rocks. What What do you think's better? It's up to you. You're the guy. You're here. Minnesota Rocks is better. That's what we'll do. It's going to be yeah, called Minnesota, Minnesota Rocks, Rocks then. Yep. And so, uh, how long have you been in uh, California? I moved here in August 2005. Okay. So we're coming up on 12, 12 years, years. 12 years. Do you like it out here? Love it. Yeah. You don't miss the Minneapolis weather or the Minnesota weather. Nothing about Minnesota weather do I miss. <laughs> the o- there's one day that's nice, the day that it kind of turns from winter to spring. That's a nice day. That's a nice day. Yeah, and then... So if I was going to go visit, that's when I would go back there and visit. Yeah, because then you're dealing with humidity and mosquitoes, and you just don't have that out here. And what brought you out here? You just, you just wanted to come west? Uh, coaching debate. Coaching debate. That brought you here. Yes, debate did. And are you allowed to say the school you work for? Yes, I work for a school called Harvard Westlake. And now Harvard Westlake is a is a very prominent school in the Los Angeles area. It's a private school. It's a good school. You never hear anything bad about this school. Well, Mike's it, making a face. Except their debate team. Their debate team is horrible. No. <laughs> now, how have you have you like do you have trophies and stuff? How's the debate team? Going over, there. we do have trophies. Uh, the team's very good. I mean, I've, I'm proud of what we've what we've done. Uh, we started the team in 2007 mm-hmm. because I actually, when I came out here, I was actually doing, I was running summer debate camps. Okay. At UCLA, uh, and then I started working at Harvard Westlake. This this was just my tenth season there. We started with one debater. We've now got about a hundred debaters. And were you involved in the debate team when you were when you were a kid in high school and college? Yeah, I was a little, so I started uh, competing in debate, but I also played in bands and uh, played football and uh, did other things. So debate wasn't a big thing for me. Uh, but then my first year of college, I went to the University of Minnesota, uh, and there was a school there that just asked me if I wanted to be a part-time debate coach, mm-hmm. and I kind of fell in love with it, and it's just what I've done ever since. What position did you play on the football team? 
Guard, tackle, guard. 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 Of course, I knew it. How tall are you? 5'10"-ish. You're only 5'10"? You seem much taller than that. Well, thank you. Didn't he seem taller than 5'10"? Yeah, I would say. Like, if he would have said, I'm 6'2", I would have said, of course you are. <laughs> How tall was John when he was here? 6'8". John was pretty tall. That was ridiculous. John's freakishly tall. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. How did you find our show? Uh, primarily through Never Not Funny. Right. was the first place that I heard about it. That's and usually, then, ha- that's usually the, the, uh, the portal to get here. Mm-hmm. Well, I never knew that there were like music podcasts. So this is the first We were one. the first one. We yeah. were the first music podcast <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, so, but so you heard that I was doing, I, I shot off my mouth and said I was doing one. And so you're like, I'll check that out. Yeah, absolutely. And have you been listening since day one? I don't know when day one was, so... Were you listening back when he, who shall not be named, was the co-host? It was... We're in our, we started our seventh year, so it would have been... Who were the co-hosts when you started listening? No, I don't, I don't think I have been. All right. That, that hurts Not me. that long. That hurts my feelings. I didn't know what podcasts were. <laughs> well, you knew what Never Not Funny was. Not seven years ago. Okay. When did you, then when did you start listening to podcasts? Well, I was lying. I mean, I've, I listened... <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I've been, let's see. I think the first podcast I listened to was probably Kevin Smith's. Okay, sure. Um, and then uh, from there, I think I just like This American Life and yeah. then Rachel Maddow and okay. Pardon the Interruption. So all the stuff that knew, I probably really started searching for podcasts maybe in 2011, 2012. All right, all right cool. And then do you, listen to, do you listen to other music podcasts also? Not on the regular. Good. That's good. Don't. I don't want to. I don't not want to expand. No, you shouldn't. Stick with us. <laughs> okay. Well, we got a great topic today. It's um, we decided that it's going to be Minnesota rocks because you're from Minnesota. It's going to be it's going to be bands and artists from Minnesota. I hope so. I hope they're all there. I don't want to get called out on being wrong. Well, I don't want to get. I, that's you might call me out, but I, I did my research. I, I was I was like you should. I mean, oh, and also I have to say you brought this. Uh, Mike brought me a fantastic book. It's called Heyday, 35 Years of Music in Minneapolis. The photographer is uh, Daniel Corrigan. The text is by Danny Siegelman. Uh, I wonder if they both go by Danny, but then for the book, they had one guy had to grab Daniel instead. Probably both Dan's. So yeah, neither, probably so both Dan, had to change. Yeah. And uh, we got Dave Perner on the front with a beat-up uh, Fender uh, Telecaster. And... Uh, I haven't looked in the book yet because uh, Mike brought it and it's got, uh, it's not dog-eared because that would mess up the book, but he has uh, post-it notes in all these pages and we're going to go through these pages uh, depending on what band uh, Mike is going to play. But uh, before we do that, I just, uh, I just uh, a little bit, we're all wearing some uh, new headphones today. Yeah. Yeah. We're wearing the uh, Bose Quiet Comfort 35 noise-canceling headphones. Uh, and I just want to tell people right now, how do they feel, Kai? Are they comfortable in your They're head? Because you, you usually wear the earbuds. Yeah, I don't normally like something over my ear, but no. i got to say these are very comfortable and they're not causing me to sweat. Well, that's good, because that's yeah. not good no. when you're sweat, sweating, when your head's sweating. And, uh, and Mike, you're wearing a pair, obviously, too, because we have four pair. These were, these were given to us from Bose in exchange for some, uh, for some promo, which we're going to do uh, you know, for the next 24 episodes. So uh, what I want to say is this episode of Rock Solid Podcast was brought to you by Bose, the engineers behind some of the world's best audio products, including, including what we're wearing, the Bose Quiet Comfort 35 noise-canceling headphones. And I bet you didn't know this, Kyle. Bose literally invented the technology of noise-canceling almost 40 years ago. Wow. 40 years ago. 
I, I didn't even know there were noise canceling anything 40 years ago. No. I didn't even know there were headphones 40 years ago. <laughs> you walking know around with a transistor? Yeah, walking around with a transistor, or like one little earplug, mono. And the reason they invented this, Kyle, is because they believe that by blocking out unwanted sounds and distractions, you can get immersed in what you truly love. They just don't like people. That's what they're... Well, that's fine, too. <laughs> the, how sweet would these be on the plane? You got someone next to you yapping away. You, turn, you got a baby crying, click. Got yeah, a dog, yeah, you got a dog yapping, click. You turn these on. Now, look, I want to tell you one more thing. All on-air talent here at Rock Solid... We use the Bose QuietComfort 35 noise-canceling headphones during our recording because we want to hear what you're going to hear. Got three more words for you. Bose, get closer. All right, that's it. Uh, Sometimes it'll be uh, loosey-goosey like that, and sometimes I'm just going to drop something in that I pre-recorded, which might be better for time-wise. Mike, thank you for dealing with that. Uh, That's our show. Mike, this has been great. No, I'm kidding. Okay, so... Mike, you have way more songs than I brought today. How many songs did Mike bring? Mike brought 35 songs. Okay. He brought a, an April Richardson type list. Yeah. And I brought, uh, I brought 14. Yep. Doesn't mean we're not going to play all these, though. No. We played 52 songs on a recent uh, all-request show. Did you get a request in on that show? I did not put one in, no. All right. I think the next time someone, uh, Steve-O Dockerson said that the next time we should do a dedication show where people pick a song and then, they, then we read their dedication. And I said, that's a great idea, Steve-O, because we're really good readers. <laughs> we're not. You heard me read that copy. Terrible. I tried so hard. All right. Mike. Yes, sir. Here we go. You got a page open? I do. I think we'll start with the purple one right away, right off the bat. So... Before we do this, you have, a, you have quite a tattoo on your left forearm. I do. And this is in regard to the purple one. Yes. Well, initially, I don't think I got it for that reason. I mean, the, the tattoo is Minneapolis, but it's MPLS, and it has this, the, if you know the, if you know First Avenue, the, mm-hmm. the club that Prince owned where they filmed Purple Rain, uh, it is, the outside of it has white stars with band's names in them. A little too small to put the band's names in there, but uh, I got that tattoo maybe seven or eight years ago, and then once once Prince died, I added a the yellow into one of the stars like they did at First Avenue, and okay. I got two doves. Yeah, and and now the day the, and Prince is your favorite artist. It's got to be. I mean, he's definitely up there. Def. I mean, it's Prince or U two. Prince or U two. And when you heard that Prince died, did you? Did, I'm not making fun of you at all. Did you? Did you? Did you get emotionally, did you cry? How did you you feel when you heard that? So at the moment, we were preparing for a big national debate tournament. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of just put it off. Okay. And then when that tournament was done, it... uh, Hit you. Yeah. I mean, because I always think about, I don't know what artist will pass that I'll feel super emotional about it. I, I don't know who that might be. I know that in 91, when Freddie Mercury passed, that was a long time ago, I felt very, very sad. But, um... But, you know, probably not as in touch with my emotions uh, in 1991 as I am in 2017 being a father. So, um, but I don't know. What about you, Kyle? Do you have an artist that if they pass, you'll feel bad? Um, I don't think yet. I mean, I did feel bad about Bowie passing. Yeah, yeah. That was tough. Because I was like, oh, like he'll, he'll probably tour and we'll get to see him. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's... Oh, so you, you made it all about yourself. He'll probably tour and I'll get to go have fun. Well... <laughs> 
that was sad too because all of a sudden he released an album Friday and he died on Sunday. That yeah. was like, that was like really weird. That was very strange. Yeah. Well, sometimes people pass that you don't think it's going to hit you hard. And, oh, that's and true it too. Does that's true yeah. too? Bowie was kind of like that for me too. I mean, yeah. I kind of knew I was a, I knew the hits, mm-hmm. but. Maybe it was something more to do like what is the world like what is the world like without him because he was just such a artist a true artist yeah. yeah well it's like and Bowie and Prince to me other than Bowie every picture of him he's smoking they both looked like they would live forever right. they both looked like they were in great they always looked great great skin great hair mm-hmm. they just looked like they're in great physical condition so yeah, rock and peace up Prince and uh, and David Bowie okay so we're opening up the book. Yeah, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna go for my picks. Just gonna go through the book in order. Sure. So whatever order they are in the book is the order my songs cool. will go in. All right. So the first song. Uh, have someone played? Did, did someone play Dolphin on here once by Prince? Maybe on the Prince show, but Maybe. I can't. I don't remember. I tried to search the archives. Uh-huh. And, uh, it did not come up. So All let's right. let's play that one first, and let's just we can start at the beginning, and we'll listen to it a little bit, and then we'll jump to two forty eight. All right. How beautiful do the words have to be Before they conquer every heart It sounds great in the headphones. Yeah. How will you know if I'm even in the right key? If you make me stop before I start Sounds great. You know, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard that song before. It's off the, uh, it's off the gold uh, experience. Okay, no, I've never um, heard that before. That's a great song. Came. I actually put. I think I put. Uh, yeah, I actually put the song "Gold" on here too. If we can play it really quick. Oh yeah. You want to jump to that two forty eight first? Yeah, let's do that. The let's guitar do that. solo. Let's do That's the way to start the show. I'm never going to be able to follow that up with my tune. But what's the other song? You have Gold? Uh, yeah, Gold. It's off the same album. It's the last song on the uh, on that album. When did this album come out? What year did this 95, come out? 95, maybe? I don't know why I don't know this album. It, I, have to look it, it was part, I think it was part of the uh, 520. Okay. Cool. It was part of the... Uh, I, I don't know if he was still in record dispute with mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. I, I mean, definitely didn't get a lot of promotion. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that album cover. But yeah, I don't remember that doing... Um, yeah, he was still in Warner Brothers and uh, New Power Generation Records. Man, that was those were great. All right, here's gold. Yeah. 
You are now an official member of the new power generation. Welcome to the dawn. I thought that was a feature of the new headphones for a second. <laughs> yeah, they watermarked the headphones when yeah. they sent them to yep. us. They just say something every 10 minutes. So so I don't, I don't a, know if he released the, that album under Prince or if he released it under his symbol. Uh, it's under the symbol, and it's uh, it got great reviews. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it four out of five stars. Los Angeles Times gave it four stars. Entertainment Weekly gave it A-. minus. Blender gave it four out of five. I mean, yeah, this got... Uh, Village Voice gave it an A. This got great reviews. It's his best album of the 90s, I think. I mean, Love Symbol was good, too, but um, this one just rocks a lot more. Yeah, this seems uh, this seems like a great album that I've never heard before. Lots of guitar playing, which you can never get enough of, Prince. Way to, way to start us out on a, on a high note and get ready for me to bring us down. Um, <laughs> Kyle, my first song is, uh, no, I just had it in front of me. I got to look it up again. Here we go. It's by a band called Lips, Inc. Hmm. Yeah. We're going to hear a little something called Funky Town. Is Minneapolis Funky Town? Yeah, I think so. been a good band for uh two hit blunder because um this went to number one and then uh none of their other songs charted ever <laughs> like it says when US, was it number one it was number one in 1980 and then the follow-up single was designer music nothing all night dancing nothing how long nothing jazzy nothing i mean they released a ton of singles through 1985 and nothing topped the billboard uh wow top 100 charts or top 40 charts, whatever you want to say. That's crazy. That is crazy. You know that song, though, right, Kyle? Who doesn't know Funky Town? Yeah. All right. I think Prince wins so far. <laughs> What's up next for you? Uh, a band that I was surprised. Oh, can I that... say one thing about this book? Yeah. Now, I just thought it was going to be Minneapolis or Minnesota artists, but there's, a, there's pictures of all kinds of bands The in focus here. of this book is on the photographer, so it has... All, so I think that it's sort of broken down into the bands that he followed and, fo- and photographed, whether it be record, record uh, album covers, but then also he would get assignments to go to the Metrodome yeah, or to Yeah, Iggy, Iggy Pop, isn't it? There's a great in-concert photo of The Clash, and there's U2 and Elton The John. Police and Elton John. I mean, this is amazing. Adam Ant, The Cure, Lemmy. Yeah, this is great. All right. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. So the band that uh, is next is the band that I was a little bit surprised you had not given a lot of listen to, and it's they're listed in here as the Mats, as they are commonly known, but it's the replacements. So the Ments, they should be the Ments. I agree. I agree with that. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> do you what want to debate Mets. it? No, I because I no, agree. We with agree. You. Okay. So what do you got? What are we? What are we going to hear from uh, 
the mat. The f- song that I'll play is uh, number 24, Unsatisfied. Um, it's off their album, Let It Be. That'd be like if, the people, if people called the Rolling Stones the Stuns. <laughs> Wouldn't make any sense. Or the yeah. Stuns. The Stuns. is that from let it be let it be okay well, let's just do a two for uh two for sunday with the replacements and we're gonna hear back to back from don't tell a soul See, I got this uh, Replacements box set, one of those little box sets that the albums are just in, like those mini, mini yeah. sleeves. Like it's like a cheapo box set, but it has all the, all the stuff in yeah. it. And I've only listened to like the first album, which is very rough. And then I listened to uh, Please to Meet Me. And I, I, I was just lukewarm on that one, but I'll, I'm gonna keep, I'll keep going. You should keep going. Uh, I'm going to play next uh, a song by the, I guess, the, the lead singer or the person that's most... Uh, associated with them, Paul Westerberg. Okay. And I was, as I was listening to this, when I was putting the list together, the song's called Love Untold. And I was thinking that it's a little bit like the replacement's career. It's uh, all this anticipation that just never happened for them, I kind of feel like. And uh, a lot of their songs are about regret or things that never happened for them. And so, uh, yeah, we'll play Love Untold, which I believe is 18. This might have been a hit. They were gonna meet on a rocky mountain street. Two bashful hearts beat in advance. The hands were gonna sweat. It was all set. She ain't showed a 
Did you have a chance to see The Replacements live? Never did. Did you ever see Paul Westerberg live? Yes, I did. And uh, how is his solo stuff? I said, when I hear his solo stuff, I feel like that might be, I would like that better than The Replacements sometimes. Well, I mean, The Replacements, the, there's stuff that sounds a lot like that, that sounds a little bit more like his solo stuff. The mm-hmm. earlier stuff is a little more, I guess, punk-influenced. Okay. And then it gets a little more, it goes probably from more garage to less garage, even. Okay, um, cool. To becoming more like this, and... uh yeah, I, I saw him in his. Uh, I think it was, I, he may have been touring for that last album, which I think was. I remember seeing videos on MTV for that song. Um, but did, did he play re- replacement songs when he toured he solo? Did. He did. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, if I remember correctly, I think he did. Yeah, because I, I saw him. It might. It, was, it must have been 90, 94, 95 when I saw. Him. And I should have asked you this before. How many times did you see Prince live? Uh, well, I was lucky enough that when I was in college, my uh, roommate was his. Uh, was a secretary at Paisley Park, so... So she answered the phones, hello? He. he, I'm sorry. You know what, I think you say secretary, I immediately think a lady. This is Mad Men? I know, right? And of course Prince is a... But I also I think Prince would have a lady secretary. He's got ladies everywhere. He, does, he doesn't need a... He doesn't need a... Well, he doesn't need the bother up front. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your friend... Well, he, he was... That was sexist of me. He was Prince's... Um, yeah, a, a Paisley Park secretary mm-hmm. uh, up front. And so, you know, it was a time when Prince was doing a lot of after show things. So we would get we would get a call. He would this was, I think, before cell phones even. So he would call the house and say, I think there's going to be a show tonight. So like a secret show. Yeah. So come out to Paisley Park uh, around two in the morning. Yeah. And <laughs> and we'll see if it happens. And then there were nights where it would go. Two, he would go on at four or five, um, but it was a dance party. I mean, he would have there would be a party even if he didn't play, but sometimes he would play. And would he just jam or would he play his songs? He would do both. I mean, there would be some songs, but he was doing a lot of new material. So like he was doing stuff off that gold album. Okay. Um, before he released, so I guess it was ninety five when when uh, I was doing that, and it, it was before a lot of that stuff came out. And so and would he talk at these small venues? Like would he would he engage the audience or he just play no, music it was mostly just playing okay and then it would, he would play for a little bit and then it would be a, a dance party kind of in the atrium area now is he day. dressed as prince or is he have cargo sh- shorts and a t-shirt on i don't think he owned cargo shorts or a t-shirt <laughs> so he'd be in full prince <laughs> he'd regalia be, he'd be full prince high heels all right everything bodyguards all around him and uh you never got to meet him no he came up to i once he walked right past me mm-hmm. and he was just chest level and you're five ten, so yeah. that he's about five two, five two. Just a little thing, just a little guy. All right. I wonder if they had to resize his guitars. Didn't look huge on him. No, maybe they're probably all special made, right? I don't. Know. I think they probably were. Did um, what he did buy that one right off the shelf in Purple Rain, though. He did. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you have any Prince questions, Kyle? No, I'm okay. How tall are you? Uh, like five. Two and a half, five, three. A little taller than yeah, Prince. Yeah. Prince size. Yeah. That's great. I'll get a picture of you next to Mike. <laughs> Walking past. Well, just walk by him. All right, cool. Okay, that's great. Well, we, that was like a triple shot of uh, Paul Westerberg music. Now what do you got for... Now this book is incredible. I think it's you. You're I have to give a shout out to this book again. 
heyday, 35 years of music in Minneapolis. I'm looking through these pictures. David Lee Roth, there's the Ramones, everyone's in here. You got to try to get this guy on. There's, there's Daniel Corgan. I don't need that. I, I, I'm fine with just you talking about it. Uh, I've had authors on. I don't mind having people. They got to be in, they got to be based out of L.A. too. No phoners. I, right, think next. Next. I think you're next. Well, I'm going to go. I have a song from this band, so I'm just, can I just stick with the page we just turned to? Yeah. Okay, let's go with Husker Du, fronted by Bob Mould. Am I saying that right? Mould. 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 And this is from the 1986 album Candy Apple Gray. And I don't think Bob sings this one, though. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know what the other guy's name Grant is. Grant Hart? Yeah, I think this is a Grant Hart song. This is Dead Set on Destruction. I'm going to go Husker Du right away, too. All right. We're going to do Celebrated Summer, number 12 on my list. Off their album, New Day Rising. Stuff. The uh, the bass player of this band has a wicked porn star mustache. I think he. Uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't follow much about bands personalized, but I think he owns a pizza shop oh. in, in southern Minnesota. Well, he looks like uh, one of the Mario Brothers. So oh, be perfect. A pizza pie. <laughs> what are these other guys doing in Husker Du? Well, Bob Mould still. Well, I know. Yeah, he's he's doing lots of stuff. What are these other these other guys? I think Grant Hart is still making he, I'm sure he's still making music and I think that he had an album maybe in 2010 that was pretty it was a concept album I forget mm-hmm. what it was called maybe the apology I don't I, I'm not even going to say what it is but I don't I don't because I, I don't know but uh, he's still active um, I think I think that they had never all three gotten back together I don't believe but the but Bob and Grant after many many years of sort of not ever playing together I think they have recently Played a few times ago. All right, cool. All right, moving on. I think you're up. I feel like you should be up because you have more songs. I'm going to let you be up. Okay, then we're going to go with a band called Trip Shakespeare. Uh, they have two members, at least, uh, of the band Semisonic in, in their All right. uh, in their band. So we're going to play Toolmaster Brainerd, I think is the song I got. Yep, 
Well, I have, a, I have a, since it relates to the song you play, I have that, uh, I have that uh, the big hit by Semi-Sonic. Semi? Is it Semi? Semi? Do you know what it's about? The song Closing Time? Mm-hmm. It's about when the bar closes. It's about his daughter's birth. About his daughter's birth. So what's he saying? Uh, party, time par- to get out. Oh, time to get out. Yeah. I thought I was going to take it as, uh, oh, now I got this kid. Fun time's done. Close it up. I think it's way more literal. Really? Yeah, because uh, he he gave a he gave a I think he gave the commencement speech at Harvard, mm-hmm. and he talked about that the song is about the birth of his daughter, and it's a very literal. All right, let's hear closing time. Closing time. Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay Went to number eleven in nineteen ninety eight. I felt like it was it was everywhere. Yes, it was like that share song. Believe like you couldn't go anywhere in it without hearing it. And then and then then kind of nothing after that. Singing in my sleep, uh, but Dan Wilson, the singer mm-hmm. of that band, has continued to make music. And in fact, I'll play a song that he co-wrote. But you uh, most probably have not heard this version. It is number five. Someone like you.
that you've settled down That you've found someone and you're married now I heard that your dreams came true Guess he gives you things I didn't give to you not like you to hold back and hide from the light. I hate to turn up out of the blue uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. I had hoped you'd see my face and that you'd be reminded that for me it isn't over. a great cover is it a cover if you covered i don't know i don't know but the 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 version we know best is sung by uh i'm drawing a blank adele adele yeah that's so weird well this guy's got uh this guy's got some uh, mailbox money then because of that song he's got who did he co-write that with adele i believe so yeah that's pretty great look at that guy buying a car this year because of that song (laughs) buying 12 cars (laughs) buying 12 cars that's excellent um, it's my turn, huh? I'm going to play a cover then. Since that was a cover, I'm going to play a cover. This is uh, from a band that Dave Holmes talks about all the time, the Hold Steady. And this is a cover. I'm not going to say what the cover's of, but it's a, it's a cover of a song by a... What well, are you holding your fingers? Or what do you got? I think my, I know what it is. You think you know? Maybe. Let's just play it. The secrets that we shared... The mountains that were moved Will call like a wildfire control Till there's nothing left to burn And nothing left to prove When you first gave me this book, I didn't think I was going to like it. And now I love it. That's my favorite book. I, this is my favorite book that anyone's given me today. Good. You went right from home to here. Right. Okay. And I'm not going to come in contact with anyone else that could give me a book today. I win. So you win. Now, and then, and then now I'm thinking of this. You drove your motorcycle here with like 50 pounds of books strapped to your back. I'm a big guy. Yeah. So it doesn't look like a lot. Oh, okay. Do you ride your motorcycle to school? Yeah. Do you have a car? Uh, yeah, I have a car, but I, I hardly ever drive it. Just the hog. It's a smaller bike than a hog. What kind of, what kind of bike do you have? It's a, a Moto Guzzi. I've never heard of that. It's an Italian bike. They sell them down at the, uh, Sherman Oaks Vespa. All right. Well, be safe when you're out there. I will. Do you weave in and out of the cars? Yeah. Man, that's, that's Not, not if we're scary. going really fast, but it, it makes living in LA a lot more. Get you there powerful. quicker. Yes. How come the motorcycle can ride in the, um... In the carpool lane, I was—I I think about that, and I wonder. Doesn't if make any sense. I wonder if the rule is, since you're taking up the maximum amount of seats, that. Hmm. Interesting. 
Like if you had wow. someone on the back with you, then I'd go, yeah, there's two it, people. It might be because the carpool lanes out here have like that energy emissions too. Like if you have a Prius and oh, you... And you, you have can, that sticker. Yeah, you can like drive in there because you're not... That always just seemed like a weird rule to me. Carpool lane and then we had a single... I just think motorcycles don't really have... I mean, motorcycles park up on the sidewalk. They just... There's like no rules for it. Exactly. When I have to drive my car, which I had to do a few weeks back, mm-hmm. I felt like Hank Hill at the end of <laughs> Goodfellas when he has to go back to living a normal life. Like, Where's your car? Do you have a home? you have an apartment? I have, a, I have an apartment in uh, Koreatown, and okay. I've got two parking spots. So the, car's, so the car's in one, and the motorcycle goes in the other one. That's right. What kind of car do you have? It's a uh, Lexus SUV. Nice. Old. 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 All right. You could throw your bike in the back of the Lexus and drive both around. Uh, I don't not know. really. All right. It would not fit back there. All right. That was uh, obviously Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band cover of Against the Wind by The Hold Steady. I'd never heard that before, and then I came upon that song doing my research. I thought I'd play it. He's got a unique voice, that Craig Finn. Yeah, he does. He I'm does. going to play a song by his band before The Hold Steady. Okay. Called Lifter Puller. Mm-hmm. And we're going to listen to Lifter Puller versus The End of the Evening. Sounds like you're moving a body around. Lifter puller. We hit the nightlife like tearing the headlights. Frozen shows in an uptight with a stage fright. Think it's gonna be alright. You're tenor, you're thinner You drank right through dinner There'll be needles and pinners As prizes for the winners Love is like a battle of the bands Crank up your amps, man Now, when you were a kid, uh, was music like your thing? Was it your favorite thing to do? Go see shows? I would say from mid-high school through probably until I left. Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't gone to, I don't go to a, as much music out here as I did back there. When Prince did his uh, run of shows at the Forum, did you get to any of those? I did not go to any of those. Hmm. Are you bummed now that you didn't? Not really. I mean, I really... I guess when you see him at a, uh, at a secret club show at four in the morning, I guess you can't really beat that. Yeah, I, 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 I've never seen him in a big venue, so I just didn't really feel like... That's amazing that you've only seen him like in like an intimate setting. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. It's that's cool. I guess, I guess if, you were, if, if I would have known, then, well, I, yeah. then I probably would have. Because you always think, well, I'll see him the next time he's in. Right. Again, I've never seen Elton John. People are tired of hearing me say that, but I've never seen Elton John. How, how much, I mean, I got to go see that, right? Yeah, and it's not like you haven't tried. It's not like I haven't tried. That is true. He did go once and he canceled. I did go oh. once, yeah. We Does flew. he have a residency somewhere? In Las Vegas. That's where I went. I flew, my wife and I flew to Las Vegas for my birthday, got, got a room, stayed the night, had a meal, and then we walked over to the, uh, 
Caesars? Caesars and the guy in the front. Did you here for the show tonight? Very happy. Very, I mean, yeah. We're, oh, here. Gave us a flyer. Canceled. Thanks, Elton. Yeah, thanks a lot, Elton. Uh, for no reason. Illness. <laughs> uh, all right. They can at least t- put up a body double. Maybe I wouldn't have known. I don't, right. I don't know how good our Couldn't seats know. were. Put some big glasses on him. Yeah. Put a, a, a dumb weave on his head. I feel like all those, all the, <laughs> I feel like those, like Kiss is just going to, they're just going to replace it. Like it's going to just be perpetual, right? I've seen, uh, I've seen Kiss cover bands before where these guys had the makeup on and it was pretty hard to tell if they, if I remember the Gene in this one cover band was amazing. Like it looked just like Gene Simmons. If you're a band, why wouldn't you do that just to get the like? Yeah, just start it yourself. I really do think like when they retire, they'll they'll keep guys in the makeup. It'll be you know it'll be the demon, the star child, and yeah. and they'll just go out and they'll keep play the money that music. Coming in. It'll be a Kiss cover band or Kiss tribute band that Kiss owns and operates. Yes, they're employees of Kiss. <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, I'm up, right? You're it's up. Me. This kind of relate. This band relates to uh, the replacements. This is Bash and Pop. It's Tommy Stinson's mm-hmm. band. This is from an album called Friday Night is Killing Me, and this is Never Aim to Please. Wish I Good stuff. That's good. Bash and pop. I think. I think they might have a new album. Let me check. Let me see what I can find out. I was just looking up too to see if there was a band called the Debaters. There's not. There needs to be a band called the Debaters. Yeah, they do have a new album called uh, Anything Can Happen. Yeah, 2017 just came out. Why didn't I play anything off that? I dropped the ball. Went with the old stuff. Well, if you like that song, go buy their new stuff. I'm sure it's the same. Probably. It's probably all the same. It's all the same. I don't want my bands to venture out of what they do. I don't want, uh, I don't, you know, Cindy Lauper does a country album. I don't want that. Not even those duets. No, I hate those duets albums. Uh, the worst. The worst. It doesn't matter who, Elton John has, I, I just, I don't want to, no. I wanted to like the one Bono did with Frank Sinatra. I've got you under oh, my skin, but it's. God. Those two Frank Sinatra duets albums oh. are. Atrocious. There's, a, there's, he sings a song on there. I think it's the house I lived in with Neil Diamond, and it is. You look that up, Kyle, for us. Frank Sinatra and Neil Diamond. That's that's a mess. <laughs> Give us some shits and giggles, Kyle. He's look look at Kyle's grin on his face when he gets to look stuff up. Uh, so excited. Do they both talk sing? Do they both talk sing? Oh, I'm sure they do. Did you find it? Uh, what what? Is there more than one song? It's, from, it's yeah. from Duets Volume Two, Frank Sinatra's Duets. Oh, he did one with Sinatra. Sinatra O'Connor too, didn't he? Oh my God! Hey, yeah, yeah, I think they I think they parodied that on Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, with Phil Hartman. <laughs> what song is it? Because I thought it was like the house I lived in or something. Is it Sweet Caroline? No. Oh. You got Sweet Caroline, by Frank, sung by Frank and Neil. 
I think I don't know. It's let me find. Oh, out. it's him. It's him singing it. Hold on. Hold on, I'm looking at him too. Okay, here's duets two. Let me see if this is a there's duets one, and let me see what it's called. I might have given you the wrong song title, so hold on. The house I live in with okay. Neil Diamond. Okay. Did you find it? Uh, I'm looking at it. All right. Oh no. It's gotta be in there. How's that not in there? Mike, you having a good time with this? Excellent. <laughs> Just looking at the book. What are your plans tonight, Mike? You watch Game of Thrones? No, I. You sports guy? I, I've watched every. Ep- I think I've watched every episode up until the last season. I don't, but I don't know what's going on. Okay. I, it's hard to keep track. I of watch everything. it and I don't know what's going. Yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I don't know what's going on even in those last ones. So. Is so it, I'm kind of on vacation right now. So. It's it's not coming out, like it must be so bad that they've taken it off. Scrubbed off. it. Neil does not want it up there. Neil or Neil Neil doesn't care. But he'll do anything. He'll do anything. He'll put on a Christmas album. Oh, oh. Wait, is, did you find it? Is this my, is this I'm looking on iTunes right oh, now. Oh, this is Frank Sinatra Jr. What? what? Oh, just talking about it. What? That's no good. I'll trim most of this down. It'll sound like you just played it. Yeah, I'm not seeing it either. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, no, I found it. Okay. I have it. I'm going to play it from iTunes. Now, if it's not bad, we're going to look like assholes. We're going to look like assholes. I'm going to blame Mike for this. Okay. Where is it? I just had it. Come on. There's so many. Oh, they like put all of them. Oh, there it is. Here we go. The street. The grocer and the butcher Toxic And all the people that I meet The children in the playground Oh God The faces that I see All races and religions <laughs> That's America to me. I heard that Frank liked all the races. I know. <laughs> I work in <laughs> the worker by my side. Oh God, turn it down. Oh, I bet my dad loves that song. Oh, I bet you. I bet he does too. Because first of all, your dad's a patriot. Yeah, it's about America. He likes patriotic things, he and loves. he he likes Frank Sinatra. Neil Diamond. And he likes Neil Diamond. So you know, you have to ask him next time. No, next time you call him, ask him if he's ever heard the. The, the America's song that Frank did with uh, oh, yeah. Neil Diamond. Oh, that's a great song. I think I might like two Neil Diamond songs. Well, I am a Neil Diamond fan, but what songs do you think you like? Shiloh. Oh, Shiloh's a great song. Yeah, the 70s Neil Diamond is the best. And Cherry Cherry? Sure, Cherry Cherry. It's about soda pop. That's a great song. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. <laughs> I think it's dirty. I'm going to think it's dirty. Uh, yeah. Cherry Cherry's dirty. All right, who's next? So I, played, I played Bash and Pop. Then we, uh, then we wasted about 25 minutes <laughs> searching for a song. Which I'm actually not going to edit any of that out. I think it was worth the payoff. Well, because it was bad. If it would have been good, you had, we had to yeah. cut the whole thing. We cut it all out. It just went from bash and pop to whatever uh, you're going to play next. So what are you going to play? We're going to play a song by a band that uh, looks like they probably were ins- inspirational, maybe even involved with Hole. They're called Babes in Toyland. 
I just want to tell you this. This is unbelievable. Uh, in 1995, uh, Frank Sinatra won the Grammy Award for Best Traditional Pop Vocal Performance uh, for that album. Do it, too. <laughs> best vocal. My, I know one best, song they didn't listen to. Best traditional pop vocal performance. I think they created that category. Uh, just it, to give them an award. Yeah, bullshit. That is Here such go, bullshit. Frank. Here, Frank, enjoy it. I love all races <laughs> and religions. You can put your ashes out in this. I especially like the Goombas and some za. <laughs> give him, give him the award. Now that song you just played, there, there's, there might be too much music out there. Like I've never heard that in my life. I mean, I don't think that they were a huge band. I don't. Um, I, I was a little bit surprised that in the book they warranted a, an actual spread. For yeah, they the, did. For the band, but I think that might just have to do with him doing the album cover with all those dolls. Most of these, uh, most of these pictures are taken at a place called First Avenue. Yes, that's the Prince Club. The, yes. Uh, did, how long did Prince, was it? Was it a club that Prince bought and took over, or did he create it? I think it existed first. Okay, like CBG. It'd be like if someone bought CBGBs and just yeah. kept it going. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the exact history, but that's most of this. Most of this music is probably a little bit older than I like. I was in probably in middle school when a lot of this was. Um, How old of a gentleman are you? Do you want to give your age? I'm 41. 41? You're very young. You're young. Still young. I was looking at this. The um, So they have the band, this band, Babes in Toyland, formed in 1987. Okay. They, they, were, they were signed in 1987. They didn't release now until 1990. Wow. Does that still what, happen what today? They, no. They would be kicked off the label. What did they do for three years? It looks like they were taking pictures. Yeah. Certainly didn't take them three years to write that, the song we just heard. No, <laughs> that just sounds like a song. Well, when you sign a band, don't they already have at least ten songs because they've been playing around? Yeah, it's, it, I, I, that just caught my eye. It seems it's kind of weird. Maybe it was one of those things they recorded one album and then it was rejected, and then they had to go in and do it again. And yeah, or there's just a lot of live playing. Maybe do they know. only have the one album. No, I think they have three. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the, that one came out uh, 12 years later, and the other one just came out. <laughs> so uh, the you, first First Avenue was built in 1937. Prince did not own it. Nope. Opened in 1970. Built in 1937? <laughs> oh, it was, a, it, was a, it was a bus depot. Yeah, it was something else before. Okay, and then it made it a club in 1970. Yeah. And when did Prince take it over? Do you got that? Uh, I think he owned it very short time. Come on, hot shot. Because he owned another club. I think he owned one here, Glam Slam. I think there was one in L.A. and one in... Uh, the name changed first uh, uh, wait, uh, during the 80s Prince helped put the forefront of Minneapolis music venues by using its location for many scenes in Purple Rain yep. and that's all it says about that so I don't know if have you seen the movie Purple Rain Kyle that's before your time no have you seen it recently yeah. think it's, it's, it's still hold up it's worth watching yeah I think it's I mean it's not a great great movie yeah. but it's it's decent. It's de- I mean, I remember when it came out, it was decent. Prince talks to, to a puppet. Or does he talk with a puppet? I think the puppet might talk to him. Yeah, I think this puppet talks to him. It's like bad-mouthing the other band members. That's yeah. right. <laughs> what? There's a scene where a puppet talks the to puppet Prince. The puppet looks like uh, the jack-in-the-box head. Yeah, yeah. It just pops out of like, a, like, a, like out of a cone. <laughs> it's looked- only in that one scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like looking in a mirror, and he's talking to him. Wait, like, did you find the scene? <laughs> on the... It kind of looks like Count Chocula. <laughs> does a little bit. No, no, that's not Count Chocula. That's Prince. <laughs> Kyle, that's racist. Why would you say that? Wait, Count Chocula's black. Isn't he? No, he's 
He's chocolate. He's chocolatey. <laughs> What's your favorite of those cereals? Let's go around the horn. Mine is Count Chocula. What about you? Um, I think I like Frankenberry the best. And then the other ones we can go. We have uh, we have um, Fruit Brute, and Yummy Mummy, and Ooh Yummy and, Mummy. And Look and at Booberry. you, Booberry. You're Booberry. like a, you're like an aficionado. So we all like a different one. No, I'm liking chocolate. Yeah, because I like when the cereal's done, and then you have a nice glass of chocolate milk to drink down. Fruit cereal is. It is kind of yeah, like Fruity Pebbles. Not a fan of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't like free pills. You know what? I do really, like tricks. tricks. I don't like tricks now. Tricks is weird now. It's a little. I liked when it was the fruit shapes. I don't like now. They went back to the to balls. The balls. And then they all, everyone tastes the same. Yeah. I don't like it. All the fruit flavored ones are a little medicinal. And yeah. I like, uh, I like peanut butter Captain Crunch. That's my favorite yeah. one, too. And I like Captain Crunch, too, but it cuts the Top fuck out of my God, yeah. the fuck out of my mouth. That's how I would get, uh, that's how I would torture people. To give us information I would make them eat Captain Crunch And then drink orange juice <laughs> And they would tell us Where the silos are Without a doubt Alright I have a song By the Jayhawks Is that co- You just Did you just turn I the, just turned right To the Jayhawks This is a, This is from the album Rainy Day Music And this is Save it for a rainy day Pretty little hairdo Don't do what it used to can't disguise the living All the miles that you've been through Looking like a train wreck Wearing too much makeup Burden that you carry More than one soul could ever bear So sad Don't look so sad Whenever I would hear the band name the Jayhawks, so that always makes me think that it's a country band for some reason. It sounds like it's a, for me, that name sounds like a country band. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I mean, because it's like, isn't Kansas or something? Isn't their the logo? Jayhawks, the, yeah, the Jayhawks, so maybe that's why. Well, th- this is, I mean, th- I think they might fall in the category of alt country, maybe. Alt country? Okay. Then I was right, 100%. What, um, Alternatively. Mike, where did you go to college, Mike? University of Minnesota. He said that earlier. I don't always pay attention to what the guy says. He's looking for Frank Sinatra songs. I know. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and what did you did you tell us what you studied? Political science and uh, cultural studies. Cultural cities. What kind studies. of studies? Cultural studies. I thought he studied <laughs> cultural cities. Maybe these headphones aren't great. <laughs> they are. They're the, great. I don't think it's headphones. No, I think it's no, my it's ears. My ears wearing them. No, it's not your diction. It's my ears. <laughs> okay. I have a Jayhawk song, but I think I'll skip it since what? we heard the Jay. Well, I'm going to go with... Uh, you skipped a page in this book. I have an Arc Welders. Oh, did I skip Arc Welder? Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, go, to the go-, let- let's, uh, let's go to Arc Welder. We'll-, we'll mix it up a little bit so they don't think they heard the same song twice. Never heard of this band. Arc Welder, they're kind of uh, local Minnesota heroes, I guess. Gonna do myself a favor Well, I'm behind It seems like I've been taking over I'm gonna mess up my mind And I don't have any outside At least 
Boy, when you when you flip through this book and you see all these bands, the music biz, it's that's a tough racket to make to continue to make a living in. Yeah, that's a that's a good song. Good. Yeah, that's a great song. Professional professionally sounding. Yeah. Song by real musicians and what they made three albums. But yeah. you don't know why they stopped, but you would think if they would have made it, they would have right. made more. Like it's again we always bring up the Foo Fighters, but how were they able? To, how did they push through? How did they push through? And they're still at the top of their game, yeah, critically and and financially, and and you know, a fan base. You know what I mean? I think I don't know. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that they're. I mean, I think they're amazing, right? But it doesn't mean that that some of these bands that we're playing don't have the same amount of talent or you know what I mean it's just not at all it's really it's a lot of luck right that's what it is a lot of luck and I think I mean it's a lot of who's and I think that that it's, it's got to be someone's vision and then they just yeah. keep pushing uh, and I think you know and you got to get you got to continue to get along too or at least get along enough get along enough yeah to make it or yeah just yeah exactly that's a good that's a good way to put it Kyle, you want to help out? Yeah, I guess uh, I think you guys covered it. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> Excellent. What's up next? What do we got next? Should I go back to back? If you want to. Okay, let's, uh, we're going to skip the Jayhawks. We're going to go right to a group, a super group called the Golden Smog. They're on the same page as the Jayhawks on the book. Um, they are a band that consists of, in, in many formations, members of Soul Asylum, Wilco, and the Jayhawks. Wow, okay. So it's, yeah, it's a super group, like it you is, said. Uh, yeah, and the song that we'll play is V, number eight. great tunes that we're playing today that's a great song yeah who's your favorite prince is your favorite band you two who would clock in at third number three for you man you that's it that's all you listen to no i mean i listened everything else is kind of maybe bruce springsteen all right although i was i was putting together a list of i i I sometimes do playlists just by artist Mm -hmm. and i was madonna had the most songs out of Almost anyone. That's on, inter- on a, that is very interesting. I was I was surprised, but maybe just because of how many albums she has. But there were a, a ton of. I think I had like thirty five songs on that. Do you like the later Madonna stuff? Do no, you like no, her no. more recent stuff? No. When does well, it I don't st- even know what's recent. <laughs> maybe the last album I bought was Music. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the last one that I like. Yeah. And then it's like too techno for me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we hold women to a different standard about changing who they are, but 
because because do you think that it's not necessarily about the music like women we also look at them we have to they have to keep it together uh, their looks together too yeah i think maybe or we just we just assume that they're following trends whereas men are leading or something like that that it feels like yeah yeah a lot of sexism coming out today kyle yeah but we're purging. for example we've all flown on an airplane i don't think i've ever seen a female commercial pilot oh i had one uh, recently Oh my God, I'm so glad that you made it through because they don't know how to fly. I was about to get off. Yeah, hey, wait, wait, wait. She's not going to bring me peanuts and a drink? She's actually going to fly the plane? No, thank you. Uh, but yeah, have you ever seen a female uh, airline pilot? Not that I remember. I don't like, I think I would have, yeah, I think I would remember it if I did. Yeah, I would rather a female airline pilot. Here's the reason. What's that statistic about how often men think about sex? I don't want that guy flying the plane. He's always thinking about porno the whole time. I want a lady who's going to concentrate and get the job done. Do I make a good argument there? Is that a good... That's, did a, I, that's a solid... Is that a solid debate? Argument based completely on opinion. <laughs> and that would, not, that would not work on the debate team. No. I, it can't be... I have, to prove, I have to prove it. Yeah. All right. I don't know how you would prove that. When, when the debate, what are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? <laughs> I'm, well, I'm thinking about Madonna and how she needs to keep her hot ass together. Listen, how's the debate? How's the, the, the debate team's going to go out and they're going to compete? So you guys get a topic in advance? So uh, usually when people ask about debate, I disagree with everything they say. So I don't have to get into this conversation about I don't know. I don't know anything so about it. So I'm, we just, get a topic, I'm just asking. We, we, we debate a topic for about two months. We get it a month in advance and then... We go to eight to ten tournaments on a topic, and you go to a tournament, and it's mm. maybe most like tennis. Okay. You have preliminary rounds, and then they take the top 16 or whatever and clear into elimination rounds. So during a season, I think our team, we go to about 32 tournaments a year. I think I get on mm -hmm. a plane 25 times a year. Wow. And, uh, and only one time did a woman fly it. That's right. It's a real problem. And the school pays for your travel when you do this debate stuff? The, I mean, the... We are well supported at our school. Are you in charge of the team? Like, are you the sole like I chaperone? Am, I'm the head. I'm the head coach. The and do you take some chaperones with you? Yeah, I have two full time assistant coaches. Okay, and I have a part time assistant coach, and so yeah, we we uh, a chaperone has to go on every trip, obviously. But um, and how many kids are we wrangling here? We take the, the most. We take we take forty five up to Berkeley for a tournament. Forty five kids. Yep, uh, and then but most tournaments six. Six to eight. And these kids, are they getting into some shenanigans on these? No. Uh, no way. Nope. No shenanigans at all. Because if they, if they do, the hammer comes down. And the hammer is Mike Beats. Beats. He just leaves them there. <laughs> <laughs> what would be... Give me, a, give me a recent topic of debate. Uh, colleges and universities should not restrict the First Amendment rights of, on their campus or something like that. Okay. But I think it was the last one that we debated. Um, so... Should colleges not let what was that guy's name? Uh, Milo, Milo, Milo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Should should colleges not let him speak on campus or or Bill Maher? Should they put should they limit First Amendment mm -hmm. rights for for other reasons? Well, that's that's a good topic of debate. Yeah, it's an interesting one. And but do you, how do you, go ahead, Kyle? I was gonna say, do you have to have teams prepare pro and every con? every debater has to debate. So most of the tournaments we go to are six preliminary rounds. And so you debate against one other person with a judge. Okay. And the rounds are, they talk really fast. Like, 
we'll, I'll show you after the, after we're done here. Okay. It's, it's fast. Um, uh, and so the judges are expert because they write down what the person is saying. And so around lasts about 45 minutes. So you debate on the affirmative the first round, mm-hmm. the negative the second round, then the affirmative the next round. The ne- and then at the end, if, if you have four wins and two losses, you're likely going to make it to the elimination rounds then. And is this a spectator thing? Do people come in and file in and watch this thing? At the end, yeah. Uh, people will watch some of the, the, the bigger rounds. But for the most part, it's not... There aren't too many people watching. A lot of rounds are just the judge and the two debaters. And so the judge, how are the judges? I mean, the the judges, they have to like not have an opinion on it really, right? Well, they're supposed to make their decision based on what the debaters say and not based on that would be That would be a tough thing to be a judge for. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I hope people are out there learning a little bit about debating and music today. That's what we're all about. Mm -hmm. Debate solid. (laughs) What's your next band? Is it my turn? Did I don't think it is. But I talked so much <laughs> that I forgot. Let's hear uh, some Prince Proteges. I think they're Prince Proteges. The time. Or the other way around? I don't know. Or the other way around. Who knows? This is Jungle Love. Might be going to see them in concert. Morris Day. Morris Day and the Time. Do they do they tour as the Time? They're, yeah, they're going to be playing out here at a place called the Canyon Club, and Mike Schmidt wants me to go. That's way out there, the Canyon Club. Mm, but I live out that way. Okay, I live out in Woodland Hill, so it's only like fifteen minutes from my house. I've never been out there. I've never been to Koreatown. <laughs> That's not true. I've been to Koreatown. <laughs> I've never been on a motorcycle. Really? Yeah. That's not that surprising, I guess. Yeah, it scares me. Go for a spin after this. Did yeah. you bring it? Do you have an extra helmet I can put on? You can use mine. What are you going to wear? I'll I'll, I'll uh, go with that one. What if a bird flies into your face, then you wreck and I die. Was <laughs> he Fabio? Yeah. <laughs> I'll put a bag over my head. Or just ride around the parking lot. I can't do it. I'm too scared. All three of us could go. <laughs> Maybe Kyle goes for a ride. What if I strip down naked like uh, Christine Blackburn did, and then I can make take a picture of it? And I, this is 54. Actually, I'm not 54. This is 53. Okay. I keep thinking I'm 54. Why am I keep adding a <laughs> half a year to my age? That's not right. I don't know. All right. You're ready was, to move along. I don't think I am. That's Moore's Day in the Time. And what do you got for us? Uh, I've got Soul Asylum up next. Um, yeah. Uh, everyone knows Soul Asylum. So we'll just go right into a song. Let's go. Uh, 29, car- Cartoon.
that one was not written by Dave Perner. That was written by uh, Dan Murphy. Dan, I think Dan Murphy. I think he's. I think he's pretty involved with a lot of the songwriting. For for this album, it said all songs by Dave Perner, except except for this one. Oh. That was from 1988's Hang Time. I was trying to see if there was a connection between yes, Michael Bland, who played with Prince, mm-hmm. um, played with Soul Asylum too. Not yeah. on that album, but later. That's interesting. That's uh, the Minneapolis people working together. They do that. I'm going to play a Soul Asylum song from their 2016 release, Change of Fortune. This is called Supersonic. Soul Asylum. Their their last two albums have been really, really good. I'm surprised how, given how Dave Perner sings, that his voice, he can, he still does it. Yeah, yeah, with I that know. Voice. He doesn't. He, he doesn't, doesn't seem like he's pitched down or. No, no, no. He and he's yeah. He shreds his voice pretty good, but yeah, he still sounds good. Yeah, I mean, they're they've got a lot of good music that I don't know. Uh, I think there was just maybe in some magazine just did an oral history of Runaway Train, mm-hmm. and I wonder if they would take it back. You mean and not not put that song out there? Yeah, because I think I think everything's kind of been at least at least like uh, from a sales perspective, everything seems to have gone down from there. But but that gave them their most sales. Yeah, it's, but, it's tough. But it's not. But that song is. It's it just seems so atypical of them. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Like people probably bought that album and were like, I thought it was all going to be. Songs yeah, yeah, yeah. Songs for kids. That's like when, when a, like, like when a, when a heavy rock band releases a, a ballad as a single, yeah. and then girls buy that album, and then they're like, "Oh, I didn't know it." Oh, well, that used to be the formula, right? It used to be the formula. Yeah, you would have the hard song, and then the. So I wonder if they were because they were on the tail end of, of that formula. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I wonder if they were kind of. It's a good song, but I, I mean, but I like other Soul Asylum songs better than that song, for sure. I, and I like that album a lot, and I like their next album, too. That, I guess that song, Misery, was also really big. Yeah, 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 because Claire Danes was in the video. Right. Yeah, Just Like Anyone, she was in. Yeah. Um, that's also a great song. That's right, Just Like Anyone was there. But uh, I like that album better than yeah, so Grave Dancers Union. I mean, yes. I think Butch Vig produced that one. Yeah. So good. That it's, album's great. Yes, it's produced. Yes, it's, yeah. it's, 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 one, it's probably my favorite one of theirs. Like, yeah, in total. It, it's my favorite one, too. Look at us. We're friends. We are buddies. What do, you, uh, what do you got now? So this one, this is a band I actually never really listened to, but I did remember that your friend, Graham Elwood, mm-hmm. his sister is in this band called Zuzu's Petals. That's right. So here's a song by Zuzu's Petals. It is uh, the last one, 35. What page of the book are they on? One, 112. Right above a band called Dutch Oven. <laughs> There's, we'll have to edit this. Hang on. What happened? There's like nothing for 10 seconds. No. So I gotta like find. Speed it up. What's our time code right now? Every time I see your face, 
kind of sucks in the book. It's got a picture of Zuzu's petals, but it doesn't tell. It doesn't have the the individual uh, members' names. Right. I don't know which one. I is. think I think Graham's sister is on the far left. She kind of looks like Graham. If Graham had a had a wig right up at the top there, far left. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's Graham's sister. I assume her last name's Elwood. It is Elwood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The song I'm going to play next is by a band called Walt Mink, named after their college professor, Walt Mink. That's like when we named our band Leonard Skinner after our uh, gym teacher. (laughs) Great. Awesome. What, what what's that band again? Walt Mink. Walt Mink. What's that name come from? College professor at McAllister College. That's right. Okay, let's get into the song. Point. Was called Overgrown. Off the album El Producto. All right, good stuff. I never heard that before. Kyle, how much of this music haven't you heard? Um, a lot of it actually. You know what? I meant to bring. Damn it! I meant to bring a Motion City soundtrack song so we could feature our. Uh, Friend of the show, Tony Thaxton. You can add it in post. Uh, maybe I'll put a. Maybe I'll throw one in later. Yeah, could put it in later as the playout or something. Oh I yeah, let's play, play one. Let's. I don't have a playout. Let's play a. We'll play a Motion City soundtrack song as our playout. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can just give me the thing and I'll play it. Yeah. All right, cool. Do you have any Bob Dylan on your list today? Do not. I brought one. Did, did he? I mean, he's from. Did he start in uh, in Minnesota? I think he did up in. Hibbing by Brainerd. I picked, uh, I brought an 11 minute and five second song called Brownsville Girl. We're only going to hear about 10 minutes of it. Just play about seven. <laughs> Let's hear Brownsville Girl. Ruby was in the backyard hanging close. She had a red hair tied back. She saw us come rolling up in a trail of dust. She says, Henry ain't here, but you can come on in. He'll be back in a little while. Then she told us how times were tough. And about how she was thinking of bumming a ride back to from where she started But she changed the subject every time money came up She said, welcome to the land of the living dead But you can tell she was so broken hearted She said, even the swap meets around here are getting pretty corrupt How far you all going? Ruby asked just with a sigh now, that is from an album uh, called Knocked Out Loaded from 1986. Now, the reason I picked that song is because that was co-written with uh, playwright and actor Sam Shepard, 
who just uh, recently uh, oh. passed away. So rock and peace, Sam Shepard. Yeah. Kyle, you started to laugh when that song played. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it does, now that you say that, it does just sound like he's reading a play. It is kind of, yeah, it is kind of <laughs> just like a story and he's just kind of... Talk about kind of, toxic. I thought, yeah. I thought Frank and Neil were going to join in. <laughs> in the grocer. People say we, don't, we never play Dylan or we don't play enough Dylan, which is we never play Dylan, but I'm still trying to get David Wilde to... Uh, I think he wants to do uh, Bob Dylan in the 80s. So that, that would be included. This is what the kind of thing would hear. Preview. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a little sneak peek of what well, you're going to hear. I, if, hey, look, if you have to record that without me, you know. You don't want to be here? I bet David I bet David has some great Bob Dylan stories. Probably. Yeah. And if there's a Bob Dylan story, then there's probably, just think of anyone that's around Bob Dylan and, and that he'll have a story about. You know, Tom Petty. Yeah. It'll be it'll be great. Traveling Wilburys. Yeah, that's true. I do. I mean, I like David's stories. So. I feel like I need to do. We need to do a live show with David as our guest, and we'll just call it name dropping with David Wild. And we won't. We won't. We won't bring. We won't have any songs in a list. We'll just have all the songs we ha- I have in my iTunes, and then we'll just we'll just maybe play a song. And then see if David has a, a story. He's like, nope. Nope, never met that person. Or we'll Advice, do it. you might go the other way around. The, oh, the yeah. other way. <laughs> yeah. He has a list of people that he has great stories about, and then we'll play a song from that person. That might work. Better. That might be the better way to do it. Yeah. Maybe we'll do one round of, of our way where I'll go, let's play this. And then he'll go, no, I never met Loverboy. I, I never met Loverboy. <laughs> I don't have anything to say about Cher. Yeah. So anything nice to say about <laughs> I, I bet he has I bet he has a Cher story. All right. Well, that's a, hey, look forward to that. David, if you're listening, uh, what do you think about that? Maybe we'll do that out at a, at a club here in L.A. What do you think about that? Think he's in? Or is he, did he just throw his earbuds over down a mountain while he's <laughs> He hiking? threw his earbuds down a mountain so he could get these great new Bose headphones. Oh, you got to get some of these, David. <laughs> All right. What's up next? So you didn't bring Bob Dylan. Was that the person that you omitted? I omitted him. I also omitted, well, we. Uh, you don't have to say now. Yeah, we'll talk at the end. Okay, we'll talk. So speaking of headphones, we'll jump. This 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 group does not have a picture in the in the book, but uh, the busy signals. It's called Headphone World. To go with your new new, new fancy, sponsor, new fancy headphones from Bose. I like that too. I think people are going to be buying a lot of music after the show. Yeah. Minnesota's stock is going up. Rocks. <laughs> what do you think that, so if we were going to list the cities musically in the United States, who would you put first? You'd put me, you'd put Minnesota Well, I think first. I, 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 uh, I uh, posited once what, if you were to put a band together from every state, 
Okay. What'd you with, come up with? I think Minnesota's got to be. It would be up there. I don't. I mean, yeah. You've got Prince and yeah. Well, that's all you really need. But the only maybe competition it would have would be New York City or like Nashville. What about Seattle? In Seattle too. Yeah. Shit. What about uh, what about some of our st- <laughs> just name every state? What about Hawaii? <laughs> no, Hawaii's out. What about Alaska, what about Pennsylvania? Is out. What, would, what would Pennsylvania be? <sighs> well, who's we got poison? We got poison. We got uh, Donnie Iris. <laughs> oh, that's a bad one. That's pretty. That's the Hooters. We got the Hooters. You might have to go Philadelphia route. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Philadelphia's in Pennsylvania, so right. that would still count. Jersey. What do we got from Jersey? Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. You got lots of talking about unions. Yes. Yeah. Got a lot of. I'm going to sing about cars and I'm going to sing about a girl named Mary and maybe about a river. And then I'm going to put all those themes together in another song and I'm going to count it off. Oh, hey, hey, oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, what do I got next? Information Society? Started from oh, the they beginning. Had, they had one hit. I, I think that's what I'm going to play. What's on your mind? That's a good song. This is it. It's worked so far, but we're not out yet. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're feeling. Tell me what's on your mind. You know that song, Kyle? Have you heard that song? Um, I don't know if I've heard that song or just it sounds like other things. That could be. You wouldn't have thought Midwestern band. No, no, not at all. If you would have told me that was like some techno band from London, yeah, exactly. I would have said, sure. Like Absolutely. Uh, that, that uh, modern English. Exactly. All right, my next song is a squarely Minneapolis band. We're going... Uh, what, page with, of, uh, what page of the book are you on? 138. So I did some skipping. Uh, I skipped a semi-sonic song and some other stuff that we'd already done. Um, so we're going to go with Dillinger 4. So Kyle, you have to read the name of the song, though, because I can't, this doesn't, doesn't, I can't uh, read all the can't list. can't see it on the list. Uh, sell, the, sell, the, I'll sell the cars, sell the kids, find someone else, forget <laughs> it. I'm never ever coming back, but that's all one word. Sounds like a revenge song. Yeah. I thought he was setting you up for some for some type of joke. I'm not going to read it, Kyle, but you read it. Girl, Kyle sucks. What? What? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs>
Now, that's the sound that I can only listen to a little bit. It's kind of Blink-182. It's kind of Blink-182, and yet I think the Blink-182 vocals are more out in front, and I can hear what they're saying. This is like the guitars are... They're cranked up too much. It's maybe too frenetic. I I like it. Well, that's the kind of music you like. You like, uh, you like, uh, you know... I think this is a band like serial killer. They have music. two. They have two singers in this band. Okay. So there's the one that does sort of the screaming, and then the one that does more of the. And, and this guy hopefully is the screamer. I think that. What if right. this was? This is the guy that's more melodic. Now the other guy is just. <laughs> it just sounds like a chainsaw. How many albums does this band have? Are you looking them up, Kyle? Uh, yeah. They looks like they have four studio albums. I think they own a bar in Minneapolis. Yeah, I was wondering what a lot of these bands are doing right now. So one, a guy has to be in real estate. Guy has a bar, pizza shop, debate coach. I wasn't are you musical? Or do you have any? Uh, do you have any chops in any? Uh... Yeah, I played in bands throughout high school. Um, what did you play? Middle school. My guitar? first band was eighth grade band. Play guitar. Guitar sing. Oh, look and, at that. Uh, yeah, uh, I just recently set up a little home studio. See if I can. Pick it up again and maybe record some stuff. Yeah, maybe. Do the do you do your students know that you have this uh, hidden ability? No, although I think it was leaked to them because <laughs> one of my assistant coaches has a picture of my like my very first band, eighth grade band. We had a we we had a a flyer for our show for okay. the eighth grade dance. We played the eighth grade dance. Did you have a band name? Uh, the the extension chords C H O R D S. You should have been the mass debaters. Well, that was before debate, eighth grade. Get it, get it. I, okay. I get it. Okay, so, and so he showed this flyer around to some of the students? Yeah, and uh, so, but it was so long ago, I think they don't even, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything at all. No. That'd be great if you turned up at a talent show with your, with your axe and just started to uh, sing and jam. It would be something. How often do you pick the guitar up and just uh, strum along? Every day. Every day, yeah. Well, then you have some chops. Yeah, I play. I, I, tr- I mean, you know, I'm trying to get in the habit of practicing mm-hmm. and improving and relearning some things. My wife just got a ukulele, mm-hmm. and her and my youngest daughter are playing that thing like they like they've been playing it all their life. Getting better. I pick it. Yeah, I pick it up. I can't. It plunk plunk sounds awful. They're like they're like. Oh, that's an A and then a G, and I'm like, what do you A and a G? What are you talking about? Like, and they're they're singing. I'm like, it's. I'm so. I'm so pissed off. Like they have, they can both sing and they both have some natural musical ability. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, my parents had me started early playing instruments. I think I played, I played piano early and drums and then guitar. You got siblings? Got uh, two brothers and a sister. My brother plays in a band. He's uh, two years younger than me. We played in a band together in high school. Did you bring any of his music along? No, I didn't. Does he have albums? No. I don't think so. I mean, he's just started there. He's the band that he just joined. He's, I think he has a gig this week uh, in Minneapolis. So That's fun. Yeah. That's All right. Good stuff. I'm going to play what I like to call some super sounds of the 70s right now. We're going to go way back to 1971. There's a singer-songwriter named Jonathan Edwards. And you probably might know this song. Let's play it. Sunshine, go away today I don't feel much like dancing Some man's gone, he's tried to run my life He don't know what he's at 
asking When he tells me I better get in line I can't hear what he's saying When I grow up I'm gonna make it mine These ain't dues I've been paying Does it cost? I'll buy it The time is all we've lost I'll try it And he can't even run his own life I'll be damned if you run mine Sunshine I went to number four in 1971 Earned that guy a gold record I think Paul Westerberg covered it I bet he did I think it's on one of his albums Oh, cool Do you like that? You've heard that song, right, Kyle? Yeah Isn't that weird? Like, you were born in 89 You were born 18 years after this song Mm -hmm. But you've heard that song You know that song Yeah You wouldn't know I I didn't know the guy's name who sang it No, uh, but yeah But as soon as I started Oh, yeah, yeah, that song That's a good song Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm There you go There's one of the guys that made it out and became famous Ran for president (laughs) I don't think I think there's a different job than Edwards this guy has, that, that was from 1971, and this guy has had albums in 71, 72, 73, 74, 76, 77, 80, 85, 87, 89, 94, 98, 2001, 2006, 2009, 2011, and 2015. I think he's just trying to catch up with Bob Dylan. He, this guy is still doing it. That's amazing. That's crazy, right? They're he's, all sunshine covers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think he closes with? <laughs> Sunshine He does a You know He does a cover of Help I would open And close with it <laughs> He's 71 years old Wow Plays an aggressive Acoustic guitar Much like Mike does mm-hmm. What kind of guitar Do you have I've got Three guitars Here we go Bragging again Got a car Got a motorcycle Three guitars What kind So you got an electric guitar They're all electric guitars They're all electric yeah. I've got a uh, Gibson SG You don't have an acoustic so do you, you plug in every night when you're going to play? Yeah. Do you put headphones on then so you don't bother the neighbor? No, just jam. Yep. Ever get any? Nope. Nope. Mr. Beats. Nope. We've got solid, the apartments have solid walls between them. So you, okay, that's great. All right, so tell me what you have. I interrupted you. Got a Gibson SG. Okay. Gibson Les Paul. All right. Fender Jazzmaster. What's your favorite one to play? The Jazzmaster. Why is that? I don't know. I like the sound on it. Quite a bit. Um, it's lighter, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the it's it's a little less maybe aggressive than the other ones. Uh, do you sit down or do you stand up? I and stand. Play? You get a strap. You strap it on. Yes, I do. Strap it on. That sounded like something else. All right. Who would play without a strap? Yeah, I'm just gonna hold it. <laughs> I don't know. Someone. Then, then you got someone like... that wants it. Someone that's really into someone that. That would be a hassle to play with a guitar. Like, standing, well, if you're standing, standing. yeah. Like not. Could you imagine? I mean, I've got like, a gut, but not, it doesn't. Could you imagine playing like a two and a half hour show <laughs> with no strap on your guitar? Your left hand would get so tired. You would be, or you'd be so fucking strong. You'd be the strongest guy. Like Chris Hemsworth probably doesn't have a strap on his guitar. You know his music, right? The music, <laughs> of, the music of Thor. <laughs> All right, I've only got. Doesn't mean we're finished. I'm just saying I have one more song and then I have a playout song. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to keep playing the songs you brought. So what do you got for us? Well, I've got. Um, let's see. I think I wanted to. I was going to do some hip hop, but um, I think we'll skip it. Stick to the rock. Uh, let's go to. Um, hmm, this is a band called Molly Cuddle. 
We're going to do number 16. Okay. Is this a lady band? Uh, lady singer. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got two model, Molly Cuddle songs in here. One is the, the woman is singing and one the, the man is singing. They broke up because they all like went to grad school. And what page do we got on this? They're one? not in the book. Not in the book. There's a non-book band. Does that mean that they're not a good band? It means that they, pro- they probably weren't around long enough, but they were a okay. band I saw many times. Opening or as a headline act? Well, in, in the small venues, they were uh, headline acts. Okay, let's hear it. Let's do, yeah. Molly Cuddle. Molly Cuddle. Molly Cuddle. Yeah, all one word. It's not like two, it's not like Molly Hatchet. No. Molly Cuddle. Yeah, I think that does, that, does that mean to treat someone like? Oh, that, I, I, I might just be thinking of coddling. Yeah. What's Mo, do you, does Molly Cuddle mean something? Um. Treat with excessive indulgence. Hmm. I like that. You molly coddle your kids. Mm, do I? Oh, yeah, that, no, that is mo- molly coddle. Uh, so I guess it's a it's play, a play on, on words. words. Could be. Kyle, what do you think it is? Is it a I guess play, play on, on words? words? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. <laughs> what, what about you? What do you think it is, Mike? Do you think it's a, it's a play, on, play words. on words? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, cool. What if you did that during debate? Every time the other person says it. <laughs> that's just a play on words. But some people are just like, that's just semantics. Yeah, it's semantics. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Uh, should I play? Uh, I'm going to let you play another one. Okay, we're going to go with. Uh, are we in the book again? We're going to go back to the book. We're some of the go. pages in my book are sticky. So what's going on with. They both came right from Amazon today. They, they arrived today? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? You can get books on Sunday? It is amazing. Sounds like this was a very much. I know sometimes they only let you have one book on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And we know what book that is, Kyle, right? Mm -hmm. The holiest of Bibles. Yep. Kissology. Uh, You got. (laughs) 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 Now, what if these books wouldn't have arrived today? I don't know what I've done. I'm joking. I I knew that. I mean, they were going to arrive today. So you went through these books today and you you got up early and you, well, as I, soon as the books arrived, you got out your post-it notes and started working. That's exactly right. Why didn't you order I these? Should, I should say why that, didn't you order I should these say that they, they arrived last night. Okay. 
There you go. They arrived last night, but I was in bed when they arrived. Okay. I got up early, drove my niece and nephew to the airport. Nice. LAX or LAX, Burbank? LAX. Oh. Motorcycle or uh, Lexus? <laughs> All four of us on the motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> nuts to butts. Uh, and then we... Did you say nuts to butts? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we... Um... Oh, and then I got home and I started working. All right, great. I'm sorry. Like, when does school... Like the debater in me. When does the school start for you? We start, I think, the 20... The week before Labor Day. Are you working now or are you still off? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of off. We do a summer debate camp mm-hmm. uh, that just ended last week. Did you take a uh, trip this summer? You have the whole summer off. You're a teacher. Well, no, I just got done with debate camp. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you would I, not make a good judge for debate. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't. Uh, this guy. I don't know. Wouldn't be good at this. Um, we, uh, so we, I've got this last week off. I've got this week. Well, the, the new debate topic comes out on August 8th. Okay. So I'll probably start working on August 8th. It's top secret what that's going to be. I don't know what it is. I think it's going to be something about uh, Molly Cuddle. Plan words. Is it a plan words? Plan words. That's the date. That the debate is about if it's yeah, a plan words. Plan words. What's your next song? Uh, Har Mar Superstar. We're going to, uh, I think on here it's uh, Gangs, G-A-Y-N-G-S, also from Minnesota. This is a cover. Seventy-two. If you got, want to take a look. Which fish? Oh, down in the middle. Uh, I think he's all three of them. The one he oh, looks wow. like uh, the mom from Goonies or the uh, grandma. One, one he's naked almost. Almost. The page before that, the guy looks like the guy here on the keyboards down here. Kyle doesn't that look like Tim Burton. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's exactly like Tim Burton. That guy, Mark Malman, he does uh, at least back. So all, most of my information is from. You know, 15, 20 years sure. ago. But uh, he used to do 24-hour shows uh, for for uh, at the, this place called the Turf Club. Mark Malman would do a 24-hour show. Yep, he would play. And the bands would rotate in and out. Wow, that's nuts. Why? Why? <laughs> Gimmick? I guess. What if that was your hook? Like Then Bruce Springsteen can never say, look, we play like a four-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> 
there's a guy in Minnesota playing 24 hours. That's bullshit. We got to go 25. Clarence! That's what killed Clarence Clemens. Well, maybe he doesn't try as hard as Bruce does. <laughs> wonder if this Mark... Now, this guy that looks... Seriously, this guy looks exactly like Tim Burton. I wonder if Tim Burton could make better music than he does movies. Come on. I don't like Tim Burton movies. None of them? I'll tell you the ones I like. Since she got me on a tangent now, yep. Mike. Okay, I like... There's a Minnesota connection. Okay, you can tell it to me in one second. <laughs> I like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I like Edward Scissorhands. I like Ed Wood. And there might be one more I like. But I honestly can't think of what it is. You don't like you don't like Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice is okay. I think You don't like Corpse Bride? Corpse Bride, did he direct that there or is he just No, he directed that. Okay, Corpse Bride, okay. Frank and Weenie? No. You don't like the Batmans? No. Oh, okay. But then you know. The- you want to open a kettle of worms here with no, Kyle? No, kettle? A whole kettle? A whole kettle? Not even a can. A kettle. kettle of worms. They're cooked already. Um, the uh, There's one more. I think I like one more, but I can't think of what it is. Sweeney Todd? Nope. Big Fish? Big Fish. Nope. I don't like Big Fish. Mars Attacks? Nope. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? He produced that. He produced no, that. Planet of the Apes is no good. How about those new uh, Dark Shadows Alice, is no good. How about good. those new Alice ones? You know, I did see the first one. I didn't hate it. They're all, what about they're you? Okay. You you a Tim Burton fan? I like the same ones you do. Okay. What's the... Um, he's a better... I think he's better with art direction than yeah. he is with story. And uh, So what's the connection with Tim Burton in a... Bat Dance. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. People like that Prince album. You know, it's not... Party it's man? not. It's not great, but it isn't. It's not. It's not unlistenable. Right. It's. It's interesting having Prince do the soundtrack to a Batman movie. That that uh, ballad that he did with. Um, I don't know who he sang it with. That Arms of Orion. That was mm-hmm. a big song. I think. Yeah, it was. Was that with Sheena Easton? Maybe. I don't remember. Kyle, you have all the the Batman soundtrack. What do you? Yeah. Do you have it really? No. No. Okay. Uh, this just in, Paul Stanley is writing another book, a follow-up to his uh, previous um, autobiography. He's writing a follow-up to that. Okay, what, what didn't he cover? Let me tell you something. I didn't cover some of the stuff that happened after that book. Like, after that book, other stuff happened. Like, there was more singing, there's more concerts, there's more drama. Me and Gene Simmons, I didn't invite him to my wedding. That's in your first book, Paul. That's right, but I'm going to tell you what happened after the fact. I just don't feel like he has another book in him. Well, what if it's a cookbook? Was he involved with L.A. Kiss? Let me tell you something I can tell, talk about. Arena football with L.A. Kiss. That went bust. That was a mistake. We called uniforms costumes. Silver I thought you called them outfits. We called them outfits. <laughs> costumes, outfits, I don't know. Football, football's not my thing. I we had the do- first, silver, sil- first silver field. All silver? <laughs> Is that what it was? I think so. Oh, my God. If, 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 if it's a first, Kiss did it. They Kiss owned is, it. He said, there's so many facets of yourself that you can show in those given pages. Wait, that was Donald that, Trump. Oh, did you look at, are you looking up at the thing? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a sentence he said in his voice. Unbelievable. He just picked I'll read word. it, though. I'll read it because uh, his book was the best of the Kiss books for sure. 
He said it wasn't the fourth kiss book. It was the first Paul book. That's what he said. Oh my God. I hope the next one's called the book of Paul. Uh, I'll play one now. This is my, now this is my last one before I'm, before I play out later with the motion city soundtrack song of my choosing. This is from a Prince album from 2007. The album's called planet earth. And I love this song. This is guitar. song before yes that's a great song it is a good song I, I always like it when he plays guitar I and just, he uh, probably does love his guitar more than he likes the ladies i think that most of their stories would prove that that's true yeah absolutely what do you got for us next well uh i will uh i'll narrow it down I've got, I'll, I'll play two more so let's play um uh you can play as many as you want okay well then let's this do is, this, uh, is, this is your day mike Let's do uh, let's do Nevermind by The Replacements. Are you having fun, Mike? You're keeping it very close to the vest. I, this is as open as I get. Oh, okay. Well, sorry about that, children. Some nice pop music. I like it. Two for two on replacement so far. Yeah, absolutely. Should I go again? You want to? Sure. Go? Okay. Then uh, let's let's do. Um, I want to do Prince. I want to do. Uh, I want to do. I could never take the place of your man. That's my favorite Prince song. That's my favorite Prince song. No, I'm serious. I that is my favorite Prince song. Now, are you kidding? No, I'm not at all kidding. That's why I'm playing it. Okay, I'm going to count to three, and we're both going to name our favorite Prince song. Okay, and you be honest. Okay. One, two, three. I can never take place, to place, place of your man. man. What did you say? I said play on words. I thought that's what we were saying. <laughs> this is so good. I love this song.
Now, what's amazing to me is that song is six minutes and 29 seconds long. It does not feel like a long song. It never, like when it ends, I want to play it again. Yeah. I only, the only reason I didn't bring that is because I've played it so many times in the past. Well, that's why I didn't initially, like when we, I just, I skipped over it because I put, for almost all these bands, I put the, my, of, of bands that have a lot of songs, I put my favorite song by them and then put some that other people might not know. Yeah, yeah. But that's my favorite song. Sign of the Times, great album too. Not a great movie. I didn't see them. Is it a concert film though, right? Yeah, and it's not, it's not awesome. wonder but, why that is. I don't know. Tough to follow Purple Rain, I guess. How hard is it to shoot a concert? You just put a ton of cameras, set up as many cameras as possible. Yeah, I, maybe I just don't rewatch it as much, so I'm just not as into it, I guess. Yeah. I do watch, I watch, you asked before if I've seen Purple Rain recently. I do watch it sort of often. Did you buy it when it just came out on Blu-ray? No, because I read some reviews that, well, I have not bought the movie, but the, the they re-released the, the music, too. Yes, yes. And I heard that it was a little bit muddy. It wasn't even, it wasn't that great. So you didn't uh, rebuy the music? No, I didn't. The second, uh, you know, I looked at this because I was like, oh, should I buy that Purple Rain? Um, cause the, and I got I to read the song titles on, um, on, on the bonus disc. <laughs> it's like all about, it's all about fucking. I mean, seriously, every, every song, let me find out if we got the, uh, we got to have it in here, right? Here we go. 2017 reissue. Disc two. I mean, that's got to be marketing. Here we go. We got the, the Dance Electric. All right. Love and Sex, Electric Intercourse, Wonderful Ass, Velvet Kitty Cat, We Can Fuck, Katrina's Paper Dolls. I mean, it's all about that. It's all about banging. Yeah. Right? Father's Song. I don't know if that's about fucking. Let's hope not. Yeah, let's hope not. Possessed. Wonderful. I wonder, wonder what wonderful ass is like. Wonder what. How's that? That's six minutes and twenty four seconds. I can never take the place of your ass. Are you looking it up? Yeah. You gonna play wonderful ass for us? Yeah, if we can find it. Goes along with the theme of the of the uh, of the day. It's all songs about asses. I mean, that had to have been like because people because there's so many Prince songs. They had to release songs that people were like, I know I don't have that one. Right. You're right. It does sound a little muddy. Seriously. Yeah. What if it's just an instrumental? It could be. might have a million songs in the vaults but we they're not all ready to be released i don't think that's right yeah i think i think you're right i think they're not all ready and i think that, i just read today that that the revolution wants to get involved with the releases sure they do that they, might be but it might be smart yeah. for their perspective too i think they should just remaster the past catalog and put it out don't worry put a couple of bonus tracks on it doesn't need yeah. to have two bonus no. discs anytime i buy these remasters and, and it's like got a whole bonus disc of stuff I'm still a sucker and I'll buy it because it's like a couple bucks yeah. more. But then when I listen to it, I'm like, well, I'll never listen to this again. Right. But, but you're a completist like I am for the yeah. most part. And you just got to have it. Yeah. Do you still have physical CDs? Not, I mean, so I had all, all of my CDs I brought 
out slowly from Minnesota. They've, they've been coming. They've okay. been staying at my brother's place. Um, Did they and, fly out and then you picked them up at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> you said they're staying at your brother's place. Yeah, that's where they stay. They're renting a room. Okay. Do you have a lot of CDs? Yeah, I think, I've, I, I think my music on my uh, hard drive, because I rip everything in high, mm-hmm. uh, high fidelity. So what's, what's the, what's the what, what do they call it? They call it... Um, flack. Everything is... Everything. Everything's in flack. Yeah, and I had to... Like this, I had to... I don't usually use iTunes. I use uh, Vox as a, my music player, but... Um, now, you're I shaking had, your head, Kyle. Is that what you use? Do you use Vox? No, but I've thought about switching. All right. You don't like iTunes? Not really. Not either. All right. But so uh, flack, you like flack better than an MP3. Well, yeah, the just the lossless All right. quality. So anyway, so I've got about I don't know, I think four and a half terabytes of music. So you you obviously have external hard drives. This yeah. couldn't live on your computer. No, wow. rents rents hard drive space. That's great. It stays on the hard drive. Wow, nice. All right, look at this guy. He's got a ton of music. You know, I, I just looked it up. Uh, so, Purple Rain the. 35th anniversary of it will be in two years. That's when you'll get your remastered. So what's this? Well, they did just they did just remaster it. Well, with the new bonus tracks. Don't well, no, they did. To, they did just release. That's what they. Well, they want you to buy it twice. Huh? They're you're gonna, saying they're going to do it again. Yeah. Double dip it. Yeah. Suckers. They're going to re-release it. You want to know how many songs I have in my iTunes? Venture a guess, both of you guys. Uh, I'm going to say. Thirty thousand. No, way more than that. Go I ahead. was gonna say sixty. Uh, way less than that. Forty-one thousand. <laughs> it's actually about right in the middle of thirty and sixty. It's uh, forty-four thousand nine hundred fifty-seven. How many songs do you have? Do you know? You probably have hundreds of thousands. Of I songs. think it might be a hundred and hundred twenty. That's crazy. I I I worked at a record store in, and uh, in uh, the mid 90s and mm-hmm. I would use my entire paycheck buying because you got a discount too yeah but it wasn't much it was right. you know the margins weren't awesome on them but um, yeah I bought a lot so of you just music. take your take your pay home in product yes. if, you, if you if you worked at a record store today mm-hmm. like a used record store you could probably sit there with your iTunes and just rip whatever you wanted I mean I thought I thought about that you know you know what if you had a used record store and you go, look, you can, you can bring your laptop and you can go in the back room and just, instead of buying the CD, you know, for two, bu- for two bucks, any CD in the place, you can just rip it into your thing. I wonder if that would be... Not legal. <laughs> you know what's funny about that, though? Like, like if, I, have, if I, I purchase a CD brand new and then years later I decide, I, I don't need this or I want to sell it, and so I sell it on eBay, that's kind of illegal too, though, right? To sell a you because when you sell a UCD, I think by the letter of the law it is. Yeah, so I mean, but so Amoeba has thousands and thousands and thousands of UCDs now. Every time they sell, every time they sell an Elvis Costello CD used, that means that Elvis Costello's not getting any money. No, and I'm not buying it new to give Elvis Costello money. Oh, I'll just buy it used. Right. So I don't know how they get around that either. Yeah, and I don't know what the digital. I suppose with streaming, it's becoming more moot. Yeah. But, um, I don't know how the uh, digital rights seem to be a little bit different too yeah. than physical. But yeah, I was actually going to bring some CDs just to, to give you because I I ripped them already. No, I would have taken them. Well, I know you would have. <laughs> I'll bring them next time. You're you're on a motorcycle. You can only do so much. I have these books. <laughs> uh, how many more songs do you have? 
well, let's do 27 by semi. 27 more songs? Semi-sonic, yes. Okay. Semi-sonic. Uh, okay. This was before closing time. Say it again. Say semi-sonic again. He's not listening to you. Semi- Kyle, semi-sonic. Too. You do one, I do one, then we'll close out. Well, I only have one. I only have one more. I have yeah. the closeout. I have the playout. Oh, that's. I thought you had one more and then the playout. No, that Prince song guitar was the was my last one. Okay. Then yeah. I'll do one more and then we'll then, then we'll, we'll play it out. out. Okay, play it out with this do, Motion uh, City soundtrack song. Well, then we're gonna go back to the mats. All right. Bastards of Young. I, I tweeted out a little bit ago that we were uh, recording today and that um, we were doing the music of Minnesota and already people were responding, you know, the replacements, Paul Westerberg, because they're like, they know we don't play them that much, but uh, I think they're going to get their uh, their fill today. Not their fill, but their wishes. The dreams will come true today on Rock Solid. They were handing me the thing? Yeah. All right. Well, Mike, I hope you had fun. This was great. Uh, you got to... You got to Play the music you love. Yes. Got Thank you for having me. Carry two books here. and you to carry two home. books here. Yep. Some yep. shirts. Some shirts. Some newspapers. Newspapers for uh, yeah April. We have uh, some presents for you. And uh, let's do some promoting. Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. I am. Mike, you're on Twitter. You want people to know uh, sure. to follow you? You're at, you're at Beats. That's right. B-I-E-T-Z. It's simple. Simple. Five what is letters. your what is your um what's your profile pick there? What is it? It's me coaching debate, I think. Let me see. Do you wear a whistle? 
and a timer. <laughs> and I wear the, I keep the clipboard in the front. Of it. <laughs> you know, you're clean sheet. You look a little more professional in this picture. You, you got glasses on. Oh, he's on vacation right now. No, he said he's not on vacation. No, now, what is your, now, what is your cover photo here, though? I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm not looking at it. Like a guy and a girl. Oh, that's look. from the movie um, Last Life in the Universe. Is that your favorite movie? It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. All right, cool. Now, do your, do your students know you're on Twitter? Uh, I, I don't know. Oh. I, I don't think many kids use Twitter. I don't know. It's an old man's thing now, right? Yeah. All right. Well, you're at, uh, you're at Beats. And you're debate coach, Harvard-Westlake School. We are at Rock Solid Show. I am at Pat underscore Francis. We mm-hmm. have a Patreon page. It's patreon.com forward slash Rock Solid Podcast. Uh, there's a $2 tier, $5 tier, $10 tier gets you bonus video content every week. I've been really diligent about doing that, and I think I'm putting up some fun stuff. So hopefully you think so too. $5 tier gets you in the ASAP club. People in the ASAP club will be hearing this very shortly. We recorded on Sunday, August 6th. You'll be hearing it in the next day or two. Definitely about a month before it drops officially. So uh, that's a good deal. And that's about it. Mike, thank you. This was a great topic. Everyone, all the listeners have been bringing great topics. This book that you brought me, when we get our picture taken, I'm going to hold this book up. Heyday, 35 Years of Music in Minneapolis. This is fantastic. Even if you Even if you don't, thank you. Even if you don't like the music in Minneapolis, every band is in here. Yeah, anyone that went through yeah. Minneapolis is, is this, in this, this book. This guy took pictures of. This is Daniel Corgan. Including Tim Burton. Including Tim Burton on keyboards. All right, we're going to play out Motion City Soundtrack with our friend Tony Thaxton. Can't believe I didn't have one of their songs on the list earlier. This is from the album My Dinosaur Life from 2010. This is a song called Delirium. There's a stain, there's a stain, there's a stain on the floor. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. But all the nurses are refusing to let me out.